A, B, C. A always, B, B, C closing. Always be closing. Good luck with my last name. Yeah, I'm not, I don't say last names. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Everybody who jumps on, they're like, they, it like dawns on them that like they can't say my last name. They're like, hey guys, welcome. We got Joel. Yep. Nope. And then they try it. And I'm like, dude, you should just ask me. Stick away anyway. from, stay away from me. Um, Anyways, yeah. welcome everybody. Another episode of Scared Money Don't Make Money. Uh, before we get started, as you already know, click the subscribe buttons. Do, you know, get the little bell thingy that goes on. We're still not sure where it goes. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on obviously Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, big big for our show right now, and um, as always, you can reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. Wait, 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 wait. Wow. We got a we got a Twitter. I have, we yes, Twitter? we have a Twitter. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. cool. I'm gonna keep that by the way. Okay, proceed. And so, anyways, as always, it's your it's your boy it's your boy Cam, your favorite recruiter's favorite recruiter, and we got your boy. Of course, you got your boy, Roy. <laughs> Just like he's, and he's still not my favorite recruiter, by the way. But he's the coolest recruiter I know. But I'll just say that. <laughs> and we have our guest, Joe. Um, my man, you know, just before I let him get started, kind of tell you guys who he is. Joe, uh, honestly, has been a huge driving factor for uh, a lot of the social media things that I'm doing right now. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. You know, he reached out to me. We connected. And um, we do little tit for tats on LinkedIn and Facebook, which is nice. Um, and, and it really helps motivate us to keep the, the show going and spread the message and things like that. So, Joe, tell the people who you are, my man. Okay, I'm great to be here. Roy, great to be here, man. Uh, yeah, so I am a agency recruiter. I've been in the recruitment space for about six years. And I should actually say I'm an ex-agency recruiter. So I just started my own company about four months ago. It is a marketing, a digital marketing agency that's specifically designed to help independent recruiters, agency recruitment owners, and anybody really who's in recruitment uh, with branding, with content strategy, with video strategy. And, uh, and really my mission is to help rebrand the, the headhunter, help rebrand recruiters within our space. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's my mission. My mission is to work with, uh, really, really good agency owners that have a great story, that have a passion for people. Uh, those are the stories that I want to help amplify and elevate. And, uh, you know, the, the recruiters that are just in it for the wrong reasons, I want to, I want to get those voices and, and kind of mute them. So <laughs> that, that, that's my, uh, that's my mission. And, uh, yeah, so super excited to be here, man. And I know you did my show that had to be like six weeks ago. So, yeah. uh, cool to be on the flip side here for show uh so with with you know with your mission kind of being to really i would say from what it sounds like flip kind of the narrative of how when you came into recruiting how things were if you could tell them you know talk to us about more like how you got into recruiting and how it all started yeah so i so i graduated from college 2011 right in the heart of the oh god the Great Recession, and I got a, I got a degree in finance. I was like, man, I want to be like a stockbroker. I want to be doing like I want to be like Wolf of Wall Street. Like, that's before Wolf of Wall Street, but I, that's that's what I wanted, man. That's I did finance. I start applying for jobs. It's like, nope, nope. We nope. have we have no money. Yeah, ex- that's it. That's how it was. And then it was like, what school did you go to? And I told them school, and they're like, yeah, I never heard of it. And I'm like, okay, well, and they're like, who do you know again? I don't know anybody. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, you're not getting in. Yeah, nepotism. Uh, so <laughs> I, I started working for, uh, for Wells Fargo, man. I, I, I started working as a, a personal banker. And, um, you know, retail banking at that time, it was, it was a tough hustle. You know, I was having to sign up three, four people for bank accounts a day. I was having to get, you know, credit cards, personal loans, car loans. Um, you know, and I don't know how much you know, people are aware of Wells Fargo, but anyone who hasn't heard of Wells Fargo, they're in the news all the time for yeah, for the really corrupt happened, yeah. practices. Yeah. So I, and I actually worked in the market next to, uh, to LA where they, I mean, they got sued a lot of money for opening up fake accounts. Correct. And that all happened because there was so much pressure on us. Like my manager would come in 
uh, to to like the break room crying because she'd been just yelled at for not yeah. hitting goals. So it was like, it was just a, it was an aggressive world. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, and obviously like a lot of people were struggling with um, home defaults and mortgage defaults and, uh, you know, people's credits were getting smashed. So it was, mm-hmm. it's just a hard time to be in banking. It was a hard time to be <laughs> in the business world in general. So I did that for about five years. And then I had a friend uh, or a mentor who started up a recruitment company and he was like, man, we're going to revolutionize the recruitment industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a way different style and system. You've got to come work for us. And I was like, okay, well, beats Wells Fargo. So let's, <laughs> hey, you're not uh, going to go in the break room crying, right, Jab? Okay, I'm coming. And he's like, and this is like 2015. He's like, man, this is going to be remote work. Oh, I was like, you, you had me yet in remote work. <laughs> you didn't have to say anything else. Yeah, but it was remote work, decent salary. Um and, and basically the way that their recruitment model worked was very different to the typical agency, which is mm. all commission, right? Correct. You place somebody, you get commission. This was actually an hourly billable model. So the way it worked was I would work oh. on, you know, whatever, a, a construction project manager search. I would spend 10 to 15 hours a week on that search. I'd build a client, the hourly rate, mm-hmm. and we'd get that money up front. And then I'd fill that search in six to eight weeks. So it was very different type of recruiting uh, yeah. compared to agency, like less pressure, yeah. um, <clears throat> less pressure and more pressure, like a lot more client interaction. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about five years. And what that taught me was, I mean, I was working with like vice presidents, presidents, CEOs, and it wasn't the same relationship as a contingent recruiter. That's just getting a fee. They would pay me up front. So they cared about what I was doing. So yeah very close interactions with them. So I did that for about five years. And, and about a year before I stopped working at that company, I started experimenting with LinkedIn content. And, and uh-huh. to put, some, uh, put a little context to that, I've been on LinkedIn for about 11 years. Uh, built, been oh, building wow. up my contacts just through recruiting. Yeah. You connect yeah, with yeah. people. And so I had about 12,000 connections when I started posting uh-huh. regularly. But I, I noticed like I would post and I'm like, man, I got 12,000 connections. Yeah. How am I not getting any likes on this stuff? It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And um, <laughs> nobody loves me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of how I felt, but I was, it, was, it was confusing. Cause I'm like, man, I, I don't get it. Like I, yeah. 12,000 followers. That seems like a lot. Like I should be able to do something with that. So I, I started experimenting with LinkedIn content. I, I wasn't on any other social media. So I wasn't on Facebook or Instagram. I thought mm-hmm. social media was a waste of time. Yeah. I didn't know what content meant. Didn't know what a podcast was. Didn't know what any of this stuff was. And I just started making videos and I just started talking about recruitment and I started talking about sales and I started talking about how to handle recruitment situations, but I did it from a place of just being natural and being myself. So I wasn't there in a suit and tie. I'm literally wearing the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now, probably, and a hat. And I'm just like, hey, guys, this is, you know, how it works within recruitment. This is how, this is how you, if you want to be a good recruiter, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that for about three or four months. And I was just doing it for fun. But what I started noticing was it started gaining momentum. So I started getting more likes, more views, more people asking me to be on podcasts, all, yeah. all this kind of new stuff for me. And... Um, so after about a year of doing that, that's really what got me into um, thinking, you know what, maybe I could help people mm-hmm. do this. Because I just started noticing, like within the recruitment industry, kick-ass salespeople, like the best salespeople that are, you have to be. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to marketing and like understanding print, basic marketing principle and brand yeah. awareness, mm-hmm. very poor, very terrible. Poor. And you can sure. tell that because when you go on LinkedIn – Posts that go viral are hiring managers dropping the balls. It's always about negative activity about recruiters and there's no voice for like recruiters Mm. and there's no really, there's not very many great recruiters that are killing it in marketing. There's, there's some, there's a handful, uh, but I recognized an opportunity for, for me to come into that space and start, getting some more brand awareness and i saw linkedin as a good vehicle for that so that's probably way more than you wanted to know but that's okay no i mean and that's 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 the point bro is like we don't like i don't have any questions written down we don't do that like we 
we just we like to let it flow and because that's when the best information comes out off off the cuff you know and uh you're right though especially like about i think you know we did a video for the air national guard um an advertisement video we got like multiple states involved it was when that big that it was real popular with the whole like cover up the camera and then you know sure. the person yeah. changed so like we had what we did we you know we're a part-time force so we had people in their civilian clothes who then you know covered up the camera and then they were in uniform like doing something and we put it on facebook and you know it obviously did pretty well but yeah. we put it on linkedin and i remember i called roy and i said bro this thing got like twenty thousand views and like that and I, it was but when I thought about it, metric-wise, what is LinkedIn full of? Veterans, people oh, who are currently yeah. military, yeah. people who are corporate who enjoy, you know, seeing, you know, fun military stuff. Um, and I was just like, man, that's that's pretty dope. And so that's I think that's really when I kind of started thinking about LinkedIn, the way that you're thinking about LinkedIn, because before it was just like, oh, if you want a job, like, go to yeah. LinkedIn, or oh, you should. I think with- I think that's how most people think about it still. I mean, if I. Yeah. I've I've grown from like you know like I said twelve thousand connections now I'm at forty two thousand followers yeah so and now and that's and obviously like once you start mm-hmm. once you start getting follow and I've noticed this just even on some of the other platforms I'm on once you get to certain levels mm-hmm. like once you get to ten thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand yeah it's not as hard to build other followers because it's it's herd mentality people will start following correct I think the hardest part with everything is it's getting that consistency initially and being disciplined with it and understanding yes. that it's a long game if you're going to go down the content route it's a long game and it requires daily you know daily content so i'm posting two or three times a day on mm-hmm. linkedin i'm doing tiktok as well i'm doing uh, <laughs> instagram a little bit I'm, I'm 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 basically learning all sides of it because there's, if there's one thing i'm sure of digital it's not going away oh no and it's it's only growing so might as well start to learn different platforms like people will mock me they say oh why are you why are you on on tiktok and i'm like i'm not on tiktok to be tiktok famous i'm on there to learn the mindset of the people who are going to be entering the workforce so i can understand how to reach them and that's what it's about like it's not (laughs) about the followers and all and all of that sort of stuff so um but back to LinkedIn, I would say like there's a huge need uh, for I think, people who, you know, are are out of the military and and are veterans because there isn't a lot of those voices and there's a lot a lot of people I talk to uh, who are coming out, um, you know, of of the armed forces they 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 do struggle to find a job because it's not. Number one, the system is completely messed up when it comes to finding a job and it's a different mindset. Um, And I think if you're active on LinkedIn, it gives you, even if you're just posting and connecting with people, you don't need a thousand views. You need like three of the right views and one of them needs to be a hiring manager for you to get the job. So for anybody, um, it's it's a great idea to be on there and, and engaging and finding people who are like-minded finding people who have similar beliefs connecting with them and content's a good way to do that but to me engaging with other people so commenting on other people commenting on other content is probably about as powerful as putting out your own content um if not more powerful because people always respond well when you like their stuff like no one posts to not have it liked for sure you know and yeah so you know you know you know um so so someone hit me up today um do you know alex mims yeah yeah Yeah. i know alex so so you know as you know with linkedin like as you like certain people's stuff you know the algorithm changes it shows you more this more that and so um you know i've been seeing a lot of his articles liking them commenting whatever whatever and then like today you know he um he endorsed me on certain skills, you know, and like, and we've never spoken, like we're connected, but you know, we hadn't spoken yet. It, it was in my plans, obviously. And um, I messaged him and I said, Hey man, you know, I, I really appreciate that. Like, you know, we've never even really talked, but um, you know, and it was obviously stuff that made sense, like social media networking, cause he's seen the things that I'm doing. And that's exactly what he said. He's like, Hey man, like I see you're out there, you're doing stuff. He's like, we have to support one another. Like, 
we, you know, we got to stick together and so forth, you know, so on and so forth. And then, then I was like, would you want to talk about being on the podcast potentially? You know? And he's like, uh, duh, let's do it, bro. And so totally. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Though. I mean, and I would say, you know, I talked about this a little bit last night. I had like a improv impromptu live show on my, um, <laughs> on, on my page on, on LinkedIn, which someone commented and was like, oh, it's not very professional. I'm like, okay, define it professional it was, again. It was fine. Like, I know it fun. You know, you can't have fun. Remember that. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> those but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this guy was like, he goes, I just been introduced to him and he like comments on it. And I messaged him afterward. I'm like, Hey man, like mostly, you know, my show on Monday or Friday is like, recruitment leaders and he's like yeah that that show just that seemed a little bit out of touch and i'm like dude come on get with the times man like this social media is more about less about just presenting an image and it's more about being yourself and so Mm -hmm. it's okay to have fun but anyway yeah um outside of that one of the things i mentioned was like the community aspect yeah of of, of particularly like linkedin i found a really strong community because it's different than some of the other social media platforms. Like it's very, it's number one, it's less saturated. So there's not as many people on there, True. but also, you know, it's, it gives you more room to be able to say something. So on Instagram, for example, if you look at like the comment length on, yeah. on TikTok, if you look at the comment length mm-hmm. on Facebook, Facebook is probably similar to LinkedIn. Yeah. But yeah, Facebook is, is, is similar. Um, but I, I think there's there's more positivity on LinkedIn. There's more opportunity for like business related conversations. So if you're looking to build a business, yeah, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, if you're just um, somebody looking to grow, it's a really great place to build a community and find mentors. Like I've got I've got three or four mentors that I DM all the time, yeah, and we talk we talk and they walk me through the situations I'm going through, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had that. And you know, you know, one of them, you, I think you had him on the show, Adam, uh, yep, Adam, Adam Posner, Adam pa- the pause, so, <laughs> pause, man. He, dude, he's like one of the biggest mentors I have in terms of like how he sets up his content, yep. how he runs his business. Yep. And yeah, he'll call me out and stuff. Like if I do a post, it sucks. <laughs> post oh, I, lo- sucks. I love the tip. Like, yeah, I've de- it's definitely <laughs> funny. Cause I'm like inadvertently, on the outer circle of like your guys' somewhat inner circle, as I've noticed, it's like you, Adam, kind of like, you know, and some other people that, that get in there like Rich uh, Cardona. And then yeah, it's just funny to watch all you guys kind of do it. It's just relationships. So it's what it is. And you yeah. got to think like, I've been, I've been building these relationships for consistently now mm-hmm. for a year and you know, at least a year and two months. And I think, me and Adam, we talk every day. I know Janide, who's from nodegree.com, me and him talk every day. And the point is, is you, you build, you build those relationships and, um, you know, but it's start, it starts with engagement. And we were talking about this before, like the biggest skill nowadays is can you take interactions in a comment? Can you take digital interactions and turn them into something that's meaningful? And I think if you can do that, uh, right now you'd be successful, but in the future, that's going to be a, a number one skill. Like how do you interact in a real way digital, digitally? Correct. Correct. Um, and, and it's hard to scale. Like you can't automate that. Uh, people try like getting VAs to comment for them. doesn't work. Yeah. People try automation. Wow. It doesn't work. You gotta oh, yeah, be dude. VAs try it. Yeah. I mean, VAs are blowing up right now to, you know, like yeah, the comment for you. The first, I mean, I, I get, I mean, it's still like just listening to everything. It's like blowing my mind because the way we're transitioning, and as fast we're, as we're transitioning, it's like you said. I, I know a lot of people who come from like the older generation, the different sides, and yeah. trying to get them caught up in like, like you said, like get a LinkedIn profile. And they're looking like I'm. I'm kind of one of them, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, I am because like he 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 puts me on game all the time. And even hearing now, I want to go back to it. TikTok, please, 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 please elaborate for me on how TikTok is changing it for you yeah. in terms of content branding and all of that. Hundred percent. So, 
Okay, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the LinkedIn, oh, sorry, the TikTok journey that I've had. So I started actually putting out videos about a year and a half ago, which is way before like really, a, like the mainstream really was on it. And that was from somebody I met on LinkedIn who's like a younger guy. He was like, man, this TikTok, like super cool. It's a video platform. You should try it. And I, so I get on there and I'm like, I messed around with it. And it took me a while to understand like the, the trends took me a while to understand hashtags took me a while to understand it. And at that time it was very much like a lip sync um, kind of dancing platform. But what you started to see was a lot more people from Instagram, like Instagram influencers were joining TikTok and that, you know, all different types of people. So that could be like social media experts, Mm -hmm. like comedians, um, rappers, musicians, like, you know, just, anybody with a skill was going going on there and a lot of people who weren't seeing the same growth that they were on instagram heard about link or tiktok's organic reach like hey i'll start getting on on tiktok so i i kind of i experimented with it and man i just i failed man i just it was bad like I, i probably ended up after about four or five months i had like 50 followers and i was like man i'm putting out stuff every day and i'm just not getting it So I took a break, took a two month break. And then back in January, I was like, you know, I'm going to give this another shot. So I did. And I had my, my first, one of my first videos, you know, got, I think a hundred thousand views just something like, which is for TikTok. That's like nothing. But for me, that was a lot at the time. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm onto something. So I I started putting out content about four, I started putting out four or five videos a day. And I got up to 3,500 followers and I was like, okay, you know, man, this is, this is still like really hard. I'm I'm not getting it. And I started my own business and I was like, you know what? I don't want to waste time now with the, with the TikTok. It's let me double down on LinkedIn. Yeah. So I was off it for about three months and I got back on it about three weeks ago. And the first video that I did uh, ended up getting 200,000 views. Mm-hmm. And I got a thousand followers in a day just from that, that video. Mm-hmm. Second one I did was 50,000 and it's kind of oh, continued wow. on. It's kind of continued on that trend. Like I've had a lot of yeah. like videos that have gotten good views, but what, what's happened is there's a shift now. And what, what that shift is, is a lot of the people who are following my videos are people with like 30, 40, 50, 60 f- followers and a lot more like older people. So I think it's a lot of people who are out of work with, with the pandemic mm. and they're like, man, I've got to get on this platform. So there, it, there's an opportunity there. If you, I would say if you're selling to consumers, it's a no brainer. You need to be on there. Yeah. I think if you're looking to understand just marketing as a whole, I think it's a good platform to experiment on. Yeah. Um, and Really, I think the best way to approach social media in general is to have the same profile picture for every profile, mm. have everything like tied together, because then what you're able to do is you're able to pull people to different platforms. Yeah. And so I've been pulling people from LinkedIn onto my TikTok. Now, when they go to TikTok, they're going to get a different feel because it's a different platform. So I'm not going to put my LinkedIn content on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think that's that's at the heart of like marketing and branding is figuring out what platform does what, what works on yeah. each platform, correct, and learning. And and I think so. The point the point that I, I would hammer home for any of these platforms, LinkedIn included, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're looking to build, the best thing to do is to immerse yourself in it, put out as much content as you can, learn from other people who are doing things, and experiment and figure it out. And it comes back to the point that in, in 10 years, we're still going to have social media and digital space and it's just going to be bigger. So if you could figure that out now, mm-hmm. you're going to set yourself up for the future. The flip side, we got a lot of really experienced older people yeah. who are going to probably retire in five to 10 years. <laughs> They're the ones that are telling you that it's a bunch of garbage and you're yeah. wasting your time. Yeah but they're not going to be around. So who cares? So that's, that's kind of my, uh, my mindset with all, with all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like, just like when, uh, the other day when I post that thing about LinkedIn and that, and the dude, like the dude, me and, you know, me and the dude, he's like, I don't see what the point is. And I'm like, bro, bro. <laughs> 
Come on, I get, man. <laughs> I, I get that all the time. I had, I had a guy in Milwaukee where I live, and he jumped on one of my posts, and he was like, this is stupid, and like, mm-hmm. you know, these influencers are dumb. I'm like, first of all, I'm not an influencer. I don't know why you're saying that. I called him up, and I go, I'm not going to say his name. It'll say his yeah, name is Jim. Right. I'm like, Jim. He's like, hello. And this is Saturday morning. He's like, hello. I'm like, Jim, it's Joel. How are you? And he's like, what? Oh, Joel. And I'm like, Joel from LinkedIn. And he's like, oh, you're that recruiter guy. And I said, yep, <laughs> exactly my point. You know, I'm a recruiter. You know exactly who I am <laughs> from LinkedIn. I don't even have to tell you the power of branding anymore. He's like, what do you mean? And I was like, Art. Or sorry, Jim. I have no, I have, I have no idea who you are, uh, and and you know who I am. That is the power of what I'm doing on LinkedIn. I was yep. like, "What do I do for a living?" He goes, "You're a recruiter." Mm-hmm. So how do you know that? He goes, "LinkedIn." Okay, so you're telling me that LinkedIn's not powerful. And he's like, "Yeah, but," and I'm like, "Okay, well, what about your salespeople? Don't you think?" Because he, because then he said, "You know, I'm going to retire in five years. What do I care?" I said. Fair enough, man. You don't have to care, but what about your sales team? Yeah. Don't you think it'd be good to train them up in how to use this because it's mm-hmm. not going away? And suddenly it's like, yeah, I suppose you're right. So I, I would just say like, there's older people who catch up. Dude, there's, there's grandmas. Like, I think there's like an old grandma on TikTok who's got like 50 million followers and she's probably making more money than all three of us put together with one video. And she's, yeah. she just got sponsored by Bose to do a commercial. So there's old people that catch on wow. to this stuff and throw themselves into it. Yeah. Um, but then there's, it's like, there's also a lot of mindset of like, I don't want to adapt. Like I've been doing things this way. I've made my yeah. millions. I've, yeah. I put my kids through college and I respect that. I really do. Yeah. But I hope when I am older, I can look back and, and say like, you know, I'm still adapting with the times because yeah. it's like, what's the point of finding that? It's, it's, yeah it kind of doesn't make sense you know no it 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 does not make sense um i can honestly say that that adapting mentality i mean the younger generation already got it like yeah like they they got it they're running with it and like keeping their attention like even with like my kids like just talking to them they're like oh yeah i want to do this and then they're like moving on to the next thing i'm just like Bro, I'm still yeah. trying to catch up from last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, so just on that side of it for branding and marketing and content sharing, it, man, I, I would have never guessed in a million years. Like, it would just, I, I think the pandemic probably sped it up. Oh, definitely. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. The oh, pandemic. Oh, the pandemic 10, 10x'd it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it, it did because it's like, I mean, I see this a lot on LinkedIn. There's a lot of CPAs, there's a lot of financial advisors, there's a lot of real estate people. Yeah. And what's happened is any of those industries where you predominantly met people at face-to-face networking events, there mm-hmm. are no face-to-face networking events. Yeah. And so the attention goes to Correct. how are we going to get in front of people? And obviously like most of those industries they're very heavily sales focused as well. So they think, okay, well, if we just reach out to 50,000, if we send an email blast, 50,000 people, uh-huh. even if we only get 1% back, you know, we just got 5,000 people. Exactly. And instead of approaching it from a mentality of, I need to treat these social media tools exactly the same way that I would treat oh. a, a person on the other side. So if somebody comments on my post, I'm going to comment back. Like if somebody, it's a conversation, exactly. It's a conversation starter. And that's where, you know, I think like, for example, podcasts, like what we're doing right now, yep. podcasting is another, it's, that's like the future of networking. Like it won't be like, Hey, yeah. can I do a sales calls with you? It's like, Hey, do you want to jump on my podcast? Let's, let's learn about each other. Mm-hmm. And you've got to, it's just like, it's switching mindsets with things, but it's like you said, Things are moving very quickly now. Yeah. And I think even when, even when the pandemic is over, there'll be more face-to-face stuff, obviously, because that's what life is about. It's about being face-to-face with people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think the digital, I don't think then digital suddenly goes away. I no. think it's just, it's going to continue getting bigger. And, and uh, the telltale sign of that, it's always like, you look at what the younger people are doing. Uh-huh. They're, they're the ones who are going to control future you know like music industry 
interestingly enough, like in music industry, for example, I got a friend who's, uh, you know, platinum album seller, you know, got a, got a record deal and, and, but she just, she hadn't done anything on TikTok. And, um, you know, three months ago, they were really putting her pressure on her. Like, Hey, you need to start putting gal content on TikTok. Yeah. And that's because Jason Derulo oh, is man. like, that he's got millions of fans. He got number one songs from TikTok. And that, yep. that, that should give you an idea then of like, maybe TikTok isn't, isn't for you, but understanding it is still important yeah. because you're, especially if you're a recruiter, that's, you've got to be able to connect with those people who are in that position. And maybe in 10 years, you know, obviously they've matured and they've grown, but they'll still like taking content the same way. They'll still like videos in the yeah. same way like that because it's like, that's, that's what they used to. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's super important. I saw this, uh, I saw this picture that said um, how, how, how integral the Netflix effect is for business. And it was talking about, Oh yeah, show. I saw that one. Yeah. You saw it. And it was talking about what the is queen, the queen's the, gambit. The, the the queen's queen's gambit. gambit. Yeah. And it was talking about like, this show the came searches, out, yeah. And, yeah, and then like you know, like Amazon chess sets went up six hundred percent, and you know, chess was was searched two hundred percent more than it's ever been. You know, what like all this type of stuff, and it's like all because that show came out. Yeah, same, yeah. same, same thing happened with uh, Tiger King. You know, when that show came oh out, it was God. like I've watched that season oh, three times. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, me and Adrian, I don't know why me and Adrian like I just be sitting on the couch and be like, yo. I don't know why, but I feel like I feel like getting some Tiger King in my life. She's like, "Yo, put it on!" <laughs> wow. I only I can only so watch ridiculous, it once, man. bro. Like you just like what the fuck? <laughs> but that, but it's it's it is that same idea, and it, it's being able to basically do it's being able to take trends mm -hmm. and equate it to like whatever you're doing Great. and learn from it. Like I yeah. I think yeah. you know like whatever knock people knock people still knock it like oh tiktok's stupid i'm like yeah it's so stupid that there's 620 million active users must be stupid like yeah, so it's dumb. like quit thinking stuff stupid and just try and understand it yeah and then especially in a business world you've got to understand trends and, and speak intelligently about it and i think if you're especially with content like i think digital marketing you know, for anybody who's out there that's like, man, I'm thinking about getting into digital marketing. Yeah. Do it. And just in the way you do it, the coolest thing about it is you don't need to go to school and get a certification on SEO. Yeah. You, know, you need to yeah. experiment with yep. like writing blogs and driving traffic yep. and like marketing yourself first. And if you can figure out how to market yourself, yeah. then you can figure out how to market other people. Cool. And it's, it's, it's like amazing. It's like you get to, you get to figure that out. So like the way I, I look at it is I'll test, I'll test a post out on, on Twitter. If it's going to do well on Twitter, I know for sure it's going to do well on LinkedIn. That's where most of my followers are. Yeah. I might test a piece of content on TikTok. If it does well on TikTok, I bring it to Instagram. Yeah. And it's like, I might have a message on LinkedIn that does really, really well people connect with. I figure out how can I get the same message yeah. on the TikTok? Now I'm not just going to, do the same exact yeah i'm not gonna put my linkedin video on tiktok that'd be stupid i'm gonna do a tiktok video but with the same message so you can yeah. say the same message but understanding the way that different people receive it is a huge skill and i think for recruiting it's massive you know i mean you gotta write people quality messages to get through them you gotta know how to text yeah. them you gotta know i i think in the future you know you're gonna have to get good with video dialogue with with some of these candidates that are coming through yeah. how do i send a good video message that keeps them engaged and gets them excited and want want to call back that's how we've got to be thinking you don't want to be listening to the guy who's 65 who's had a great career who's telling you just to keep pick up the phone like oh just keep picking make a thousand dials a day yeah phone still works you still make money but we've got to integrate this marketing and digital strategy into sales yeah if we if you don't you're going to get left behind without a doubt. Yeah. That's something I really want to start getting into is the whole video messaging thing, because I've gotten a couple of, I, you know, it's funny how like the human brain works because I've gotten a couple of them and I'm just like, man, like this was so much more personal. And yeah. you know, uh, you know, this a regular message where someone's just talking into their phone or, or, you know, something like that. Like they sent a, you know, send a video message. And I was like, man, I think, 
I really want to start kind of getting into this where I start sending a video message throughout, you know, to certain people, you know, when I first connect with them and things like that. But um, I've been doing virtual coffees. As you saw, I call, I call it coffee with cam. Yeah. Like, I love that. People hit me up and I say, Hey, look, let's, I, I would really like to actually talk to you. Like, you know, I don't have anything to pitch, but even if I did, this is not a, it's not a pitch meeting. This is like, Hey, I want to know what your journey was like, you know, yada, yada, yada. And what, how, well, how can we connect? And then in the future, when you see my stuff or I see your stuff, we actually know who that person was and what they're trying to do. And um, I, I had a woman hit me up today, you know, because she saw me on one of the other posts and then added me and was like, hey, I saw your post that you're a military recruiter who retires in six years and you're trying to build your network now. She's like, I love that idea. And I said, hey, would you want to do, you know, coffee with Cam? And she, uh, I said, you know, it's not recorded. It's just us talking. I'd love to just kind of learn about you. And she said, that takes so much pressure off it. Like when we, when we finally like talk in person, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's the point. That's the whole point. It's just to, just love to, it, but, I, mean, I, got, but... I, I got that from you and uh, Mark uh, Newberg, like, cause like talking through you, how you and I connected. And then I, I talked to Mark yesterday. We did it. I did one of his coffee sessions with him yesterday. And I was like, Hey man, by the way, I stole your whole coffee thing. No offense. I, it's coffee with Cam. And he's like, dude, I love it. He's like, that's, that's what it's about. <laughs> I mean, but the, it makes so much sense because even like just listening and hearing just different things and just being on social media, mm-hmm. even though the world is as big as it is, social media is quickly showing me how small circles can be because yeah. oh, like when I say you don't realize like how does this person know the exact same person that <laughs> I like that that's what's been blowing me up because like now with the podcast and mm-hmm. the YouTube shares and stuff like that like I get different friend requests and yeah. you may know this person and it just blows my mind like how do because when I was stationed here and I get stationed here when did they get stationed together that we weren't at the same location at the exact same time? So like, and it, it's just crazy because man, like I'm even finding like long lost friendships from years yeah. past because of social media. Like it's, but you said it's, like it's, it's massive, man. It's, it's, it's massive because like to Cam's point with the, with the offline meetings, the coffee with Cam's, Mm-hmm. I probably had, I probably done, man. Yeah, I say you probably done a grip. <laughs> it's got to, it's got to, it's got to be cup of Joe with Joel. <laughs> it's probably, it's like more like cup of, I don't know, it's probably like a cup of craziness, man. Like I get on the phone with people, it's crazy, but I would say I probably have had between eight hundred and a thousand calls offline. Oh yeah, and. And, um, so it's like networking on crack, man. And it's, it's, and, and that's where, I mean, I talked about this in a, in a podcast recently, you know, sometimes I work with clients and like, yeah, I'll, I'll try, I'll get some engagement like yours. And I'm like, you, you don't see like the, the big, offline, the like <laughs> where it's come from. Like yeah. I've had conversations, like when I, when I post, low side is two or 300 reactions there's, mm-hmm. there's 15 to 20,000 views on it yeah. when i go back and look at who liked it mm-hmm. i probably talked to half the people that liked it in like a real way offline and made a connection yep. and and again it's like it's it's going back to like that networking event idea of like you go to a networking event you take the business cards mm-hmm. and then you call them hey i met you at the networking event yeah Hey, so I want to know more about you. Maybe you have a chat at a networking event, you get along with them and you call them. And the quicker you can get it into your mind, like particularly with LinkedIn, but just in life in general, you don't have to have a reason or you don't have to have a reason or something you can, you, you need to get from every single person that you have a conversation with. Great. In fact, you should be looking to give, you should be looking to bring value mm-hmm. and, and, and like, how can I help this person? And so a lot of my conversations I have online it's or offline is yep. people asking me questions about LinkedIn. I'm sharing with them. I'm like, yeah. you should try this. You should try this. You should try this. Mm-hmm. And I am number one believer that if you give and you're like, like you said, you're giving or you're wanting to connect with people, here's what happens. Yeah. You connect with Sally. 
Sally knows Jane, who is a buyer. She knows Judy that's a buyer. She knows Sam that's a buyer. She knows Peter that's a buyer. She's not a buyer, but she likes you. So she starts telling all of the buyers, the people who could buy from you, about you. And suddenly you had 10 conversations with people and they've each got four buyer connections. You just did 40, you know, you just got 40 new prospects that are warm referrals into the business because you went into a conversation without being salesy or looking to get anything out of it other than connecting and giving value. I mean, that's- Who does that sound like, Roy? I used to say this, I used to talk about that all the time when I was a recruiter in, uh, in Louisiana, because I, you know, people would be like, why are you meeting with this person? Or why are you doing that? Like, they're not a lead. And I'm like, yo, you're so simple minded, bro. Like yep. you have no idea how much this one touch, you know, think about it. You got five fingers, right? One, even one of the, or you might have, but you might have five fingers. You know what I'm yeah. saying, right? <laughs> you know, but each one of those fingers touches somebody, like you said, that then multiplies, which then multiplies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, you're right, man. I feel like people, they don't see the overwhelming, like the long game, you know? It, 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 it's, it's a, it's like a book that I read. It's, it's literally read, called Go Gip. Yeah, go givers. <laughs> go givers sell more. Like yeah. that was probably one of the most powerful books I could have read when I got into recruiting, because I mean, just helping somebody put a desk together, not to get anything from them, just like, hey, I need help putting together a desk. All right, cool. And getting the amount of referrals just from putting together exactly. a desk. Yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness, like it's. Go give her sell more. Well, you you think about it. It's like sales is always about, you know, like go after, go after, go after, go after, go after. And it's like, man, you you just start start thinking like, like you said, start thinking like a little bit deeper and like think about who can I connect with, who can I connect with, who can I connect with, who can I give to, and with that book, I think, because I read that book too about two years ago, and I remember at the time. I was just thinking like, man, like, what do I have to give? Like, I got nothing. Like, I can't give him. I don't have anything to give. And it isn't until like two years later that, you know, I've learned all this stuff with, with like LinkedIn. I've learned these different things. Um, and I've learned, you know, I guess wisdom from just networking. Now I have something to give. And, you know, so I think for people out there, it's like, well, if you're in that position, you're thinking, well, what can I give? it starts literally by just giving yourself to like connecting with other people and like give encouragement. Like we can all give encouragement. You see someone, you know, hurting, who's a friend or maybe someone you've connected with in the past, or you see someone struggling maybe on social media or you, you see someone on social media and you think, man, haven't talked to them for ages, send them a message and be like, Hey, I was thinking about you. Hope all is well. I'd love to connect with you. But people, they don't do that because it's so focused on like, how do I get to my goals? How do I get my, stop thinking about that. Start thinking about how can I help this other person get to their goals? Or how can I help this person? And be willing to have, like you said, it's a, it's a time investment and it doesn't produce something like the next day, yeah. but over time it really does. And I know now, like, I know I don't do recruiting anymore. Yeah. But I get so many candidates. I get so many people wanting to, so many sales opportunities that people are like, hey, could you help me recruit in this role? I'm like, no, I'm not a recruiter, but I know lots of recruiters. So here's some, you know, yeah. here's a recruiter you should get in touch with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, they, but again, it's like, they don't, I don't think they, they don't teach this stuff in school. They don't. They don't teach it in sales. It's sales, yeah. it's like, just pound the phone, man. Just yeah. get that well, one. It's, it's direct impact. Like, what, 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 what do you have for me now? What do you have for me now? Like, <laughs> Hunter hunter mentality every time yeah i I think it goes kind of back to where i know growing up for me i think that's where i learned a lot of my networking people interaction type of skills because that's what my grandparents did that's like i'll be out with my grandparents and my grandfather he'll be talking to somebody like you know them no (laughs) just just, just want to say hi and and see how they were doing. I'm like, so you just had a whole 10 minute conversation yep. with somebody you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, but it wasn't until years later, I found out, I mean, after he passed and all of that, I didn't know that he was a business owner. Um, 
I, I would go to a shop, but that was what he did. He used to interact and get so many deals just by interacting, having small conversations with people. And it, um, it goes a very long way. Um, yeah. So I think that's, I, I think that's just something that we're taught. If, if you're, if you're in that type of household, if you're in that type of environment, I think over time it just comes natural for a lot of people. And I think like hearing you, you took those skills that you had naturally from growing up and you just applied it to the digital age. That's kind of dope. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love that because it's like, it's like take that, those local interactions and just, we have like a global opportunity to reach out to people or at least a national opportunity. Let's say yeah. maybe your, your market's just in the U S yeah, dude, 20 years ago, if you wanted to meet with somebody in LA, you'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to cold call them yep. like 20 times. You'd have to try and like get through a good gatekeeper, you yep. get through to them. Then you'd have to like win them over on a cold call. Yep. Then you'd have to follow up with them. Then you'd have to send them a message. Uh-huh. You have to say, Hey, I'm going to buy a plane ticket. I'm going to come out and meet you. I'm going to take you out to lunch. I'm going to buy a plane ticket, a hotel, do like $2,000 to get time with someone. Nowadays it's like, Hey, here's my zoom link. Here's my calendar yeah. and my zoom link. <laughs> and then you're having like, it's yeah. not face to face, but it's about 80% there. Yeah. It's enough to where, you know, this person's worth making the flight out to. But before it was like, man, you would have yeah. to like try and set up like 10 meetings. Six people don't show. You're like, this is a waste of time. God damn it. <laughs> it's, it's powerful. And I don't, it opens up an op- a huge opportunity really for anybody that wants to do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's never been easier. It's always going to oh, be hard. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Always going to be hard because everything's hard. You want to be good at sales, it's hard. If you want to be yeah. good at whatever you want to be good at, it's hard. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like we have so many tools. There's so many resources that you have. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I look at like what my setup right now. I got a cell phone in my, in my pocket that's, you know, massive technology compared to 20 years ago. I got a laptop, video, internet even. Yeah. around 20 years ago you know not the rate it is now yeah. so start like you know stop ruling out what's possible and start ruling start testing like what you know what is possible and i think you know for a lot of people even going into the workforce isn't even the right option i think you should just try something yourself there's so many tools like yeah oh you know, it's canva i don't know anyone knows canva i just start using canva for like um, like digital, basically like a really easy, like graphic design mm-hmm. website. That I feel like is, I saw a commercial for it on something. Yeah. It's like $10. I pay $10 a month for the premium service, but literally uh-huh. like, it's like you pick your design, uh-huh. you like can paste it. But I use that all the time. I use it for business proposals. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, people look at it like, Oh wow. That looks, looks, looks like it's, it was done. I'm like, yeah, it was, ten dollars on canva and i spent a little bit of time instead of hiring somebody for two thousand dollars to design it for me but those are the types of tools that are out there because it's how technology is so yeah i i don't know i just think uh i think a lot of like younger kids are catching on to that where Mm -hmm. they just realize like if you got an internet connection and you got time yeah you could probably make some money oh for sure that's one of the things me and roy have talked about when it comes to I think a lot of the recruiters, um, unfortunately, in in the military, people who start out regular jobs and then go into recruiting is, as you, recruiting is very much self-paced, right? But as you know, with most corporations, military, private, whatever, a lot of that training is very, it's, you know, it's very spoon fed, like, hey, this is what, this is what, this is the action you're supposed to do. This is the reaction that's supposed to happen. But in recruiting, you know, they then get thrown into it. And it's like, nope this is on you there's no manual like you know we'll give we'll tell you legally what you can and can't do and we'll give you a process that you're supposed to follow but ultimately a lot of this is 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 a start and finish give and take learn on learn on your feet type deal and unfortunately if you didn't already kind of have that skill growing up um or you weren't taught that in your old you know whatever old job you were doing um it can put you at a dis- it puts you at a disadvantage. 
sure. especially in today's world or i mean not today's world is different versus the years past because i remember coming up creativity was frowned upon it was stifled like it was yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't was want like, you to have your own like, mind. like oh no like no you can't have your own mind so stop man, with that I brain power when, when, <laughs> and I, I i think that's when i became a recruiter i mean because that's that's true like that i mean that's real life true i mean you got to use your brain power in different ways but like after coming into recruiting doing different things talking to different people during the podcast I went back to one of my old childhood dreams of one day being an inventor. Like it was through the podcast that I was reminded that one of my biggest dreams that I kind of pretty much suppressed was to be an inventor and coming into recruiting, I got a little bit, a little bit of that creativity power to make something my own. And that's, I mean, just doing the podcast with Cam, like, it's just, I, man, I want to be a, an inventor all over again. Like, I was driving in the car, like, man, maybe we can do this, or maybe we can do that. But it's just hearing branding and content marketing and all that type of stuff. It's just, I think as long as we push creativity yeah. and we don't punish people for being creative, like, I, and I got to remind myself all the time, having kids, they trying to create, I'm like, I don't like it. Making a big ass mess. I know, like I'm like, ah, I don't like it. But I gotta remember, like, I can't stifle their creativity, and because Mm -hmm. I don't do that, I'm always trying some fashion design that my daughter makes or some creation that my son makes. But I love it, like, and I, I, I think we just need to push creativity just a little bit more a hundred hundred percent man and i it's so funny it's like you know go back to to tiktok i put a couple of videos out there like one of them i put out was it's basically just kind of breaking down the notion that a hundred thousand dollars is like <laughs> tons of money now a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money in my mind like it's plenty of money for a lot of places but it's not like that much money like yeah. when you break it down. Yeah. And I've been working in recruitment enough. Like, yeah, okay, if, if you've been working in your job for five, 10 years, you're probably making $100,000 a year, I would think in a lot of fields. Yeah. Now, when I post something on TikTok, which I thought would be that type of platform that would like embrace, mm-hmm. you know, something different. Um, I did this with college too. Like it kind of ripped on college education a little bit because I think it's a ripoff. <laughs> and I thought TikTok, this is a place to do it. I'm, but I'm... you know what? <laughs> Everybody showed up and like hating on it. And yeah. like, I, I got 4,000 comments on one of these videos of just like people calling me an idiot, calling me a moron yep. and all this stuff. But it comes back to what to what you just said, where like, as soon as you start trying to do something that's outside of the box, mm-hmm especially if you're in a corporate environment, it gets yeah. shot down. And, uh, and, but, but what I would say is like, I think we are coming into more of a time where like that stuff, people are starting to see the value in it more and more and more. Uh, and rightfully so, because I think it's a skill within itself to be able to think differently to people. And yeah. it's a huge skill actually within a corporate setting. Cause if everybody's just sending the same email, yeah, and everybody is and then you're over here doing this yeah this wins and so it's you know in recruit in recruitment that's why I'm, I'm a good recruiter because while everyone was thinking of the perfectly sculpted message that was going to attract that this candidate i'd be like oh this guy speaks polish so why don't i make the subject line polish you know or or this yeah. person's second language is spanish you know what i'll put the the subject line spanish because probably no one's thought about that instead they're so Drafted on there. That's yeah. I, I did. I, I, I did. I did. That's like what Shally said, where he was like, uh, "What so he's like? Fight, look for the broken twigs and the and the black, the bent blaster, the bent grass blades, like those little things that people don't pay attention to to try yep. to figure out the best way to contact someone." Or I, my favorite one was, I would say, I know I'm just a blood sucking <clears throat> recru- recruiter, but just give me two minutes of your time. <laughs> People would just people would just look back and they'd be like, they'd be like, that's a good one. And I'd be like, You interested? They're like, no. But then like I follow up with them. 
I'd follow up with them every time two weeks later and be like, hey, man, I know you weren't interested, but I do a lot of recruiting in your space. I'd love yeah. to just connect with you. And guess what? Yeah. It worked. Why? Mm-hmm. Because like I didn't send the cookie cutter. Jim saw your profile, was really impressed, wanted to see if you had 10 minutes of time to have a conversation oh, with me. If you man. do, I've got an excellent opportunity. I do a lot of recruiting in your space. Signed recruiter that sent this to a thousand other people, the exact same message. It's yeah. just, that's where that creativity comes in. And yeah. the hard thing for that though, to be honest, is people don't like things that, especially at management level, they don't like things they can't control. Correct. So if you start being like that, mm-hmm. it's hard to, it's hard to package. It's hard to teach yeah. people that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm on board with you there, man. I, I love, as you can tell, I'm a little bit out of the box. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as we, <clears throat> excuse me, as we come to the end of the show, um, we always ask two questions, Joe. So, so Sweet. The first question for this, these are the only cookie cutter questions we keep. It show. is. It is. The, these are the only questions we we always ask, and we and we cookie cutter. It is the first one is, um, as you know, a lot of our audience is military, trying to potentially cross over. Yeah. And, and or new recruiters, as, as the market has been starting to build, we're getting a lot of novice recruiters. What is some of the kind of like advice that you would give? Which you've probably already said, but we'd like it to. You know, this is the yeah. time where you talk about it that you think is is very. Um, profound advice to help them get their journey started as a recruiter. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I think we did, we did already touch up upon it, but I think have as many conversations with people yeah. who are where you want to be. So if, if there's a recruiter or there's a, prof, uh, you know, a professional in a field that you want to get into, have conversations with those people and have the conversation to learn, to network, to grow those relationships and, um, and I think too, if you're coming, if you are coming out of uh, military, then you need to really uh, connect with other people who are going to understand the situation you're in and look for mentors and um, connect with people who are maybe two or three years into, um, you know, civilian work and just, just ask, ask you know, ask them for help and, and, yeah. you know, learn from them. Not, not now, not everyone's going to give you the time, yeah. but some will focus on them. And, uh, and then the other one is, I, I would just say, keep listening to this podcast. Cause I think, <laughs> I think to look on a serious note, like just listening to listening to podcasts, yeah. like reading articles, blogs, it's huge. And it's, it's just so important to be doing that. And just to be filling your mind with knowledge that, that other people have is, it's massive. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then if you've got negative thoughts or, or whatever, you're feeling down about things, you know, just drown out the negativity and focus a hundred percent on like yeah. positivity and like making things happen and knowing it's just step by step, right? Every day. For sure. And then our second question is, you know, off the cuff, scared money don't make money. What does that mean to you? Man, it means be bold, be fearless chase after that passion, go after your dreams and, uh, and take some risks. You know, there's, you can always make more money, uh, but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get to the end of your journey and look back and be like, man, I could have done like 50 awesome things. And I didn't because I was too worried about what people might think failing all that stuff, man. We wow. put his hand up because on our last <laughs> show, we pointed out that every person, you know, it sounds like such a simple question to everybody, but we have been fortunate enough to where every single guest that we've had has had their yes. a very unique spin to it, where it's not the same as, every, so, as yeah. everybody else. So. And it's and it's refreshing too because it means yeah. it just means differently to people and just yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like it, it, it's, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. I love it, man. I so, love it. I got a question though for Cam though, dude. What kind of what kind of chair you got there, man? I need to get one of those. That's like yeah. so. So this is my this this is our old uh, leather living room set, and our bedroom is big enough to have it in, and it's just in like I put it in the corner over here, and then I, was, I love like, it, man. My wife was like, maybe that that could probably be like where you do your podcast at, but I have a picture. Yeah. I need just need to put the picture up, but like not. <laughs> 
you know, at first I was like, am I going to keep it? But then I was like, I think it, uh, it looks so comfortable. I think it rocks. I think it rocks. I'm <laughs> sitting on this like perfect. little piece of crap, like office chair. My back's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it looks like your thinking chair from Blue's Clues. That's what it looked like. That's that's, that's, that's <laughs> playing Blue's Clues chair. This, this is like where it. the state of the world is decided. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we get off joe um tell the people where to find you man this is your self-promotion piece of the yeah. podcast because that's what we're all about man luckily you do a google search for joe lalji i'm the only one in the world so i'm the only one that shows up and if you just look on every single social media site yep. i will connect with you on facebook instagram um twitter tiktok just joe lalji man just hit, hit me up probably the easiest way to reach me is uh, Instagram and Twitter because I have the least amount of followers on there. That's true. Uh, but but man, I get back to people, and if you're like, hey, I heard you on the podcast, boom, I will respond, and I'm always willing to meet with people. I mean, it's ten or fifteen minute meeting. You want to discuss resume? You want to discuss LinkedIn profile? You want to just talk? Definitely reach out. I'm uh, always willing to give time, man. That's what I'm all about. And I can attest to that. <laughs> so, yeah. as, as always. Another episode of Scared Money Don't Make Money. Appreciate y'all. And that's it. See you guys. Those gentle learn about ourselves.